to Two Feral Idiots. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Carly. And so today we are <laughs> um, doing things a little different. Um, so apparently 2024 is just starting off with a bang. Um, we, Carly and I actually saw a TikTok and the TikToker's name is Anxiety13. And when she made this, we were six days into the new year. So this is from two days ago. Today is January 8th. Um, and it, guys, like, I don't know what the hell is going on in this great country of ours. And I use that word great very loosely in some cases. Um, but this, 2024 has just... Has got to stop it and just give us a break. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it's, I can't. The theory I saw earlier, and I wish I could remember who posted it, but I saw it multiple times of why it has already been a complete shit show is because it's a leap year. I saw that too. Yeah, I saw because that if too. you look at 2020, the pandemic, 2016, the whole killer clown thing, well, those were the last the- leap years. That is true, but 2020 was an election year, but wasn't 2016 an election year as well? Yes. So my theory is, because if you notice, I mean, 2020 aside, COVID aside, because that was an actual true pandemic, where it affected the whole fucking universe, every single there's an election year, there is some sort of epidemic or pandemic that happens. We had Mm. swine flu. There was, um, oh my gosh, I just totally lost it. There's been like, there's been some sort of wildfire disease happen during every single election year. Every single one. Yes. That's interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, and I was one of those people at the very, 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 very beginning. So please, Paul, don't crucify me. At the very, very beginning, I did not believe COVID was going to be as bad as it was. I didn't believe it was actually a real thing, to be honest with you, because it was an election Mm -hmm. year. It happens every single election year. There's some sort of bad thing that happened in the health field. I don't know what this, what the government does to people for it to happen, but it happens. Look, like, look back. Look back at every single election year on what sort of pandemic slash epidemic happens. I swear to God, it happens. Every single time. Hmm. Strange. Mm. I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist. But, but... the theory's conspiracy. So, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's an actual word. But if it is, look at me go. If it's not, still look at me go. I'm pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Lee. Lee's over by the TV and he goes, hmm. I think you're funny most of the time. Carly thinks I'm funny most of the time, so you, your thoughts are invalid, sir. And if you guys hear a baby growling in the background, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Alice is still awake. <laughs> and she's learning, she has learned to growl and also fall on her face when she tries to crawl. So we are just thriving over here in our household. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like I said, 2024 starts off with a bang. Crazy things are happening across this nation of ours. People getting boarded up into apartments, body, 215 bodies found behind the jails, um, people trading children for stupid shit, like all sorts of crazy things are happening. But we're going to start this off on a, 
one note just to not to get it out of the way but just to make sure we do in fact touch on it there was a again how many days was this in when was this from let me look at the date one week into 2024 and we have a school shooting um we're mm-hmm. not going to d- dive deep into it because it's just uh, it can get into a political argument and i'm not getting into a political argument not i'm not saying between carly and i i'm just saying like on social medias we're not doing it um however there was a school shooting in iowa um at perry high school um a 17 year old i'm not going to give his say his name y'all can look up the article it's not hard um, a 17-year-old went into his school and injured several, killed an 11-year-old. His name was Amir Jolliffe, the 11-year-old was. Um, he injured four other students, three staff members, including the principal. Um, uh, police say they also found uh, explosive devices. He was on the internet. It was super sad. Like I said, look up the article. Um, we do want to say that we are... Our thoughts are with everybody who is involved in this. Our thoughts are with the families. We are praying for the families, especially for um, Amir, who's unfortunately 11 years old. That's really, that's a baby. That's a baby. And parents should never, ever have to bury their children. Um, It does, uh, from the article, it does look like the 17-year-old who is a shooter um, did take his own life. Um, I don't know about you, Carly. I'm not going to speak for you. Me, personally, I... And we don't know the family dynamics of the shooter, to say the least. However, I am still going to say a small prayer for the um, person's family, um, for his parents, because this is a very, very tough pill to swallow. Not only did you lose your child, but your child is the reason why other people have lost their children. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very hard thing to even fathom. I could not imagine. I'd be a total hot mess express. You'd have to have me committed. If this was yeah. me on either side of the coin. So, again, we are praying for everybody who is involved with this. Um, we are so sorry that this is happening. Again, we're seven days in and we are, we already have a school shooting and that's completely fucked up. So, 2024, get your shit together because we are not for this. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So, now that we have discussed that and we didn't dig into that because I can't, I can't even think about babies getting shot anymore um let's move on to the next thing so who wants to go first carly what do you want do you want to go first do you want me to go first i can go first okay i'm 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 gonna start with the miami mall and i'm gonna start with this one because it happened (laughs) on new year's day so day one out of the gate florida yes so i'm sure most people have seen by now um because it blew up everywhere there was an incident at a mall in miami and there was a huge police presence which of course caused lots of theories to come out of that right of course on just for the record real quick me and carly have already discussed this article before we started recording we talked about it yesterday the day before for the record i still have not seen a single fucking thing on this anywhere that is insane because it is. I haven't all over seen my anything. Nothing. I've all seen over nothing. My Twitter Absolutely. I even went X. looking. I put like really? I didn't put um I like I put Miami into like TikTok, but did nothing mm-hmm. about like the mall popped up. It was just like random shit about Miami. Nothing about the mall. I don't see <laughs> but it, it it goes into a whole thing too. Okay. Okay. So okay. Lay it there on was me, girl. an incident. Um originally 
and I'll I'll get into the article after this, but originally uh-huh. it was said that that huge police presence was because of two teenagers fighting with sticks. So people were like, with well, sticks? that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, with sticks. Sticks? So like, like sticks you find on the ground? They, like, like from a tree? Yeah. I'm assuming. I don't know what other kind of sticks. What are we? Four? But- like, come on. If you're going <laughs> to fight fight at a mall in a public place, do something good. Like, come on now. Not a gun or anything. I don't like, know. Don't be too hasty, but. <laughs> so it went from two teenagers fighting with sticks. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Allegedly. To th- word. To then <laughs> that. There were actually eight to ten foot shadow aliens roaming around the mall. <laughs> and <laughs> that, that's why there was such a huge presence. Okay. Oh. Which I get it. There was. it. I mean, if you pull up the video and see the police, it was literally every single police officer in Miami. So. Okay. I highly doubt that. But I get it was. <laughs> it was. A ton. I've never seen that many police officers at anything. Ever. Um, so this article is from USA Today. And I think it's going to give um, a little bit of an um, insight into what actually happened. Miami Police Department addressed a rumor regarding alien footage caught in a Miami mall after the conspiracy theory went viral. There were no aliens, UFOs, or ETs, reads an email sent to us by the police department. After videos of a massive police presence at Bayside Market on New Year's Day were shared on TikTok, users on the video sharing platform and X, formerly known as Twitter, began taking screenshots and recordings of what they believe was a gray alien figure. When videos of the police presence caused by the brawl went viral, People believed a gray figure they spotted was actually an alien hiding from the police. However, officers say it's something else. It's a shadow of a person walking, wrote Officer Michael Vega in an email. (laughs) If you look at the beginning of the clip, you could see the person at the bottom of the shadow. So then it goes on to like, you know, memes and whatnot. But here's what actually happened. At around 8.30 p.m., police responded to calls regarding a group of over 50 juveniles believed to possibly be armed with sticks started fighting in the mall. The group also discharged fireworks that some people believed was gunfire. No injuries were reported, but the incident led to the arrest of four teenagers, according to NBC Miami. Police were also called to the scene for crowd control when the juveniles refused to leave. Some businesses in the area area temporarily closed to assist police in clearing the area, but were immediately reopened after. So, okay, I take a lot back of my stuff statement this. about this about the sticks. I take back my statement. Two teenagers with sticks. Okay, come on, grow up a little bit. Fifty yes. teenagers with sticks. That's a problem. Yes. So my my only issue with this whole thing, my only uh-huh. issue with the story, is you're telling me that 50 juveniles were in the mall in a brawl with sticks and they were lighting off fireworks and there's not one cell phone footage from inside the mall of that happening? There's nothing. To be, f- to be fair... Um, if I was in a mall where there are a bunch of idiotic children with sticks and fireworks 
causing a complete and utter fucking ruckus, my last thought would be to dig out my phone and record that shit. My thought would be to tuck and run. So yeah. I do not get hurt. Yeah. It's what just is weird surprising. there's not a single one. No, not a picture. Nothing. No, no accounts actually, from like, anyone who was of, there. None of the 50 teenagers had their phone out. That's unheard of. Of teenagers right. phone is glued to their hand. like Especially when they're fighting. They're posting that everywhere. You know what I mean? Right. That is surprising. So that that's my only issue with it. Unless now, all their course, phones were confiscated. If all their phones were like taken. But still, that shit's still on be. there. Right. But of course, it there's a clip where it looks like there's an eight foot tall alien outside of the mall. So that became the story. And then, of course, we- everyone spiraled it into this was a distraction set up by the government to cover up the release of all the names from Epstein's list. That was not. So it has just snowballed and snowballed. PSA to the public. I'm sorry, 50 teenagers in any mall, anywhere, fighting with sticks is never going to outshine the Epstein list. Mm -hmm. Ever, ever, ever. I don't care who you are, where you're from, teenagers fighting with sticks, covering up Epstein's list is not on the 2024 bingo card. Everything else is on that card, but not that. (laughs) Right, right. Everything else is on the bingo card, but definitely not that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm glad we don't have, I'm glad for your sanity there, Carly, with this I'm Afraid of Aliens. (laughs) Um... They, they, in fact, did not have an alien at the Miami Mall. I'm, I'm really glad mm-hmm. for you that that was debunked. Um, <clears throat> holy shit. Yeah, 50 teenagers with sticks. That's a little terrifying. And fireworks. Yeah. That's a little more scary. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, that was day one of 2024. Solid. So, my article is from January 7th. It is from the website modelfact.com. So everybody knows about these wonderfully awesome Stanley Cups from Target. Um, I do not have one. I will not spend the money on it. I think it's stupid, personally, but to each their own. Um, but I guess Stanley came out with hot pink and bright red cups. Didn't know they didn't have those, but they did. And people, mostly women just women, basically, are losing their minds over the pink and red cups. Um, So much so that there are several targets where they have it on a kiosk in the middle of the hallway or middle of the aisleway, and there's one worker on one side, one worker on the other, and they're handing out cups. And if they want two, they get the max of two at a time. No more. They had to put a cap on how many damn cups you can get because people resale them. Right. Yeah. So... And we, um, how do I want to word this? Some people decided that um, we're going to take this to the bit of extreme. And they're going to try and trade their um, child, their child that they birthed, for said cup. And I wish people I was making this shit up. I wish I was making it up. Um, Sasha Douglas arrested for trading kid prison and charges. Sasha Douglas was arrested for child trafficking where she faced serious legal consequences. Um, 32-year-old resident of... Ooh, sorry, ad is popping up, apparently. Um, 
Sasha Douglas, 32-year-old resident of St. Joseph, Missouri, finds herself entangled in a grave illegal matter. Recently apprehended in connection with a child trafficking case, her life has been life has taken a tumultuous turn. The tranquil streets of St. Joseph now bear witness to unfolding saga of a woman thrust into a into the harsh spotlight of the criminal accusations. Douglas, known in her community, is now the center of a complex investigation. Local authorities acted swiftly to detain her, leaving many in, sh in shock and disbelief. The charges are faces her the charges she faces are weighty, casting a shadow over her previously un, unremarkable ex, existence. The person who wrote this is very wordy, I'm just saying. Um As the legal proceedings progress, the tight-knit community grapples with the unsettling reality of one of their own stands accused of such a heinous crime. Sasha Douglas' arrest serves as stark of a reminder that even in seemingly serene neighborhoods that echoes the criminality and disrupt the calm, leaving the community collective astonishment and concern. Um, detectives stumbled upon an incriminating Facebook market message between Sasha and another woman unveiled the disturbing plot. These messages Sasha brand brazenly offered to trade her four-year-old daughter for a seemingly trivial item a new starbucks pink stanley cup the shocking exchange read hey are you trying to trade my for my little baby she's potty trained and knows her alphabet and numbers she sleeps too lol the recipient astounded by the audacity of the proposition chose not to engage and promptly forwarded the messages to law enforcement sasha douglas now finds herself behind bar bars held on no bond as she awaits her imp impending court date. The gravity of the charges hangs heavily over her, leaving the community grappling for unsettling reality, such as disturbing case in their midst. Um, the, the use of social media in, in the sinister trade sheds light on the potential dangers lurking behind seemingly innocent online platforms. As legal processes unfolds, the community is left to ponder the motivations and implications of a crime that challenges the boundaries of mortality and human decency. Um, yeah, Sasha Douglas is currently in prison, her fate hanging in the balance. The severity of the charges she faces unscored by being held no bond, emphasizing I just saw where they what she's being charged with. Um again, this person is the person who wrote this is super wordy. It looks like she's just being charged with child endangerment and um child tra trafficking. Over a fucking cup. That sounds like a plot out of, like, an episode of, like, American Dad or South Park. Right? That doesn't sound real. But right. it is. And that's scary. That's scary because this person got caught. Right. How many times has this happened unknown right like where they for were real caught. like thank god the person she messaged has like a conscience and wasn't like this terrible human being who's like yeah i'll trade i'll trade your kid for a stanley cup like right. who like i know people say like i would give up my firstborn for that but they're not gonna actually give up their firstborn child for that right like it's a f f people it's a fucking cup it's a cup it's a cup with a stamp mm -hmm. on it like come on like i saw that i'm like you have to be fucking kidding me you have to be kidding me because what if that person like 
What if that person was for real and she actually gave her child to this person? Now this, you traded your baby that you birthed, that you carried for nine months, that you love and you cherish and all of these things for a, I can't get it out of my brain. It's a goddamn cup. It's a cup. It's a cup. You put fluid in it. That's it. Mm -hmm. And you drink out of it. There's nothing more, nothing less you can do with this goddamn cup. But you want to give your flesh and blood away for it? Why? Yeah. I shouldn't have chose this story because I get so mad about it. (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. It does not. It's a, again, it's a fucking cup. And don't get me wrong. I have a lot of cups. Lee will tell you. Lee will come on this microphone right now and say, yes, she does. She needs to go through them because I have a lot of cups and I have a lot of mugs. I just can't help myself. I do not have $40 worth of one mug. I do not have one of those. Well, maybe one of like my homemade ones, like the ones with like the epoxy, one of those may have cost $40. That'd be the only one. Like the one. I've never bought a cup for four. I have a few that are worth that, but they were gifts. Like, even my Yeti, I got it on sale for 20 Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good deal. I got that bitch on clearance. <laughs> that's a really good deal. <laughs> I know. That's why I snagged it up. <laughs> and it was no, in my favorite color, too. So I'm like, of course I'm going to sna- snatch that bitch up. A cup is not worth your kid, people. Please. No. N- please nowhere even near. Don't do that. Don't, don't. Pl- yes. Don't do that. Don't even joke about that, especially with people online. Like, right. I would never. But if I were to say to Carly, because Carly got the pink Stanley cup, hey, I'll give you Zoe for that cup. That's one thing. Because Carly, one, knows I'm joking. And two, knows I'd never actually do that. Don't say that mm. shit to a stranger. What is wrong with no. you people? No. People are crazy bananas. Even even if she would have sent that message and then followed it up like, ha ha ha, just kidding. Whatever, I'll give you this or whatever. Don't make that joke. It's not funny. Don't make that joke. It's not funny. It's truly, it's really not that funny. No. Like That's I said, I would never actually jokingly say that to Carly about my kid. I would ask her if she wants to take Zoe for the night. Without anything, like, I don't want anything from her. I just want her to take my kid for the night so I can have a break. (laughs) But I wouldn't actually trade my kid for anything. Because I would want my child back. (laughs) Listen, you get her potty trained, I'll take her for you. Okay. It's going to be a minute. Because she's not having a good time with that. But okay. (laughs) Once that's good, we're good. Okay. I don't do diapers. Not yet, at least. Not yet. Not yet. One day. <laughs> yeah, one day, but not now. Sorry. Wait not as, my thing. Listen, girlfriend, wait as long as you possibly can. Because diapers ain't fun. Wait as long as you me. Wait as long as you can. Because trust me, when your kid shits up her back, it's not a good time for anybody involved. I've seen too much of that on social media, and I'm like, what do you even do? It's so much worse. 
<laughs> um, we've had to stick Zoe in the bathtub and spray her down with a shower with a shower head because she has yeah. gotten all down her legs and yeah, no, that's not a good time for me. No, thank you. I'm good it's not you. a good time for anybody involved except maybe the no. kid because they don't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. I'm good though. So, I'm, I'm I'm good too for a minute. All right, on to the next. All right. So on to our next story of the year. Um, This article comes from Fox 26 Houston. And I'm just going to start off with the headline because I feel like that's all the um, intro this one needs. 215 bodies found in Jackson, Mississippi exposed. 215. Let's continue, shall we? Yeah, I heard about this, and I don't know how I feel. An alarming situation has unfolded in Jackson, Mississippi, where 215 bodies were discovered buried in unmarked graves behind a state jail. Families of the deceased were left in the dark until last, excuse me, until last month. Some grave sites were only identified by a number and a metal rod, raising concerns about the lack of transparency and respect in handling the deceased. The families of the deceased attorneys are calling for a thorough investigation into the circumstances surrounding these unmarked graves. The revelation began with Dexter Wade's death in March 2023, in which a police officer fatally hit him. Shockingly, his family was not informed of his death, and he was buried without their knowledge. Activist Arthur Reed, working alongside attorney Ben Crump, sheds light on the distressing details. Wade's case took a disturbing turn when it was revealed that he had identification on him. This identification was given to the lead detective by the medical examiner. However, the detective claimed to have called without receiving an answer and took no further action. Reed says the situation in Mississippi is deeply troubling with six additional bodies now discovered in similar unmarked graves. Reed describes the grim scene at the burial site where buzzards? Is that how you say that? Yes. Where buzzards, buzzards flew overhead. The bodies were placed in shadow shadowed graves without embalming, leading to a disturbing stench that attracts scavengers. He emphasizes the inhumanity of such treatment and calls for a more dignified handling of the deceased. The families affected were not notified, and many still believe their loved ones were missing. Reed emphasizes that this issue extends beyond race, as both white and black individuals are buried in the same manner. The lack of identification and the practice of assigning only numbers to the graves further compound the ang- anguish. Anguish? Why do you say that? Anguish. Ang- anguish. That anguish. doesn't sound like a word. <laughs> like, like they're anguished? Like they're in pain? Yes. Yes, anguish. that word. Of the families involved. Despite the alarming nature of these revelations, a humane resolution is needed. Reed, Crump, and attorney Dennis Week advocate for a federal investigation to uncover the truth behind these unmarked graves. They also advocate for the potential violation of civil rights in cases like Dexter Wade's. In Dexter Wade's case, numerous civil rights were violated. These included 
failing to notify the family and burying him without permission despite knowing his identity. Reed expresses deep concern about the actions taken by the authorities, considering an ongoing lawsuit involving the police. The families affected are demanding justice and transparency. So, and then I did, go ahead. I'm, no, go ahead. You just, you go. I'm, I don't know what I'm thinking at this point. Two things. I want to say, so we heard of this through that TikTok, right? Yes. Yep. Finding articles on this is hard. Yeah. Not one major media outlet has an article on this. Not one. I don't know why I'm not surprised. Not the New York Times, not USA Today, not ABC, not CBS. Didn't this take place? Wasn't this from Mississippi? Yeah. So probably not surprised because it's the South. No offense, Southern folk. We love you, but it hasn't crazy shit happens there. National news at all. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, again, I see kind of both sides of the coin, kind of. I used them also very loosely. People look at criminals, especially those who are currently in prison, as less than. They they do. They look mm-hmm. at them as less than human. Um, and that the fact that they're they were treated this way, they don't care. Mm-hmm. So the fact that news articles has not covered this does not surprise me but in the same breath it kind of surprises me because news is again kind of against law enforcement in most cases but maybe Mm -hmm. since it wasn't like something that happened out in the middle of public they don't care and it wasn't like a officer involved shooting where they're trying to rip that cop apart I don't know um that's a lot of bodies first and foremost second of all why let me reverse. Um, sorry for those. I just tapped my mic. So if you guys hear a thunk, I'm sorry. Um, a lot of times, from my understanding, when people are in prison and no one claims the body, they end up in unmarked graves anyways. But several things. One, they still end up six feet under. It is not a shallow grave. And I'm not saying six feet under like like I'm being an asshole. No, they actually people are actually buried six feet underground because it's harder for scavengers to get to them. That's why they're bar- that's why people are buried six to eight feet down, sometimes ten, because it's harder for people, it's harder for scavengers, raccoons, buzzards, that sort of thing to get to the body. So that's for one. Two, um they they are embalmed, and they're actually, I'm pretty sure they're put in wooden boxes. They're put in wooden crates when they are, in fact, buried. They don't just throw them in the ground in a shallow grave and call it a goddamn day because you have the issue that they're having right now. You have a stench. You have an- you have critters coming. You have these bodies because the, the thing is, is like the ground shifts the earth is constantly shifting like you learn it in sixth grade science there's the earth has plates that are all kind of fitting together very very loose puzzle pieces and they do in fact shift and the ground shifts so when people are in really old homes and they make the statement that their house is kind of twisted they're not saying it because their house is haunted they're saying that the frame of their house is slightly twisted like my frame of my house is slightly twisted because my house is 100 years old 
So the so the ground is constantly shifting or like the foundation has settled. So that is so when you bury people in a shallow grave and the starts the ground starts to shift and then you have the critters come, these bodies are going to be found. Mm-hmm. That's why when people murder people and they put them in a shallow grave, you shouldn't murder people anyways, first and foremost. But when you <laughs> murder people and you put them in a shallow grave, no fuck you're going to get caught, you moron. You put yeah. them in a shallow grave. Yeah. Like, hello? And third of all, why aren't we, if these people are in prison and they have loved ones, why aren't you notifying loved ones? If they don't have any surviving family or they have nobody, like, I'm assuming they have paperwork with people who they are supposed to be contacted when the prisoner gets gets into a brawl or the prisoner dies or whatever. I'm sure there's a list. If there's no one on there to contact, then there's no one on there to contact. Then, of course, you have to, you can't notify the family. There's nobody to notify. But if they have people you can notify, mm-hmm. why aren't you notifying them? Because yeah. just because the criminal did something wrong, just because Joe Schmo did something wrong and ended up in jail, that doesn't mean their mama or their sister or their brother doesn't care still. So why wouldn't you just notify the damn family if that in fact happened? We don't know if that part happened. We don't know if the families were or were not notified. They People could be saying they never were and they actually were. We don't know. Right. Well, and that's why the, the other thing, too, is how many of these 215 were prisoners and right? how many of them were like Dexter Wade, where he was killed by, that's the story that's in there. He was oh, killed yes, by yes, a police yes. officer. Yes. And he had identification on him. Yep. But they buried him there anyway. They made one call, didn't get an answer, buried him. That doesn't seem right. That's not right. That does not seem right at all. And I guess it depends on the circumstances of what happened for him to end up there. Was it one call? Was it truly one call or did they call again and the number was disconnected? Like we we don't. We don't know. I'm, and I'm not saying I'm not taking sides of the of the prison and the, how they did things. I was not there. I don't know what happened. I'm kind of just playing devil as devil's advocate at this point. Um, but the man did, in fact, have identification. And if it was safe for someone from a mortuary to come, they should have had someone from the morgue come and get the body and put them on ice until mm-hmm. they got connected to someone. And if they give, give it a number, give it a number, say, hey, we're going to call three times a week for the next two weeks, three weeks. So that's nine phone calls. If we do not get an answer, he's getting buried in the unmarked grave. And that's it. You can't hold on to bodies forever. You you just can't. Right. Even, even people who were murdered and they can't the crime goes unsolved like they go unsolved they bury those bodies those bodies do not just stay on ice for forever those bodies end up buried and if they reopen the case they exhume the body if they get permission from a judge Mm -hmm. so i mean it's kind of i guess it just this is why the the story the uh, doing the actual news articles are so hard because you don't know the full story yeah, and, this and is going like the, into that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can go finish your thought. I was just gonna say it's just, it's the sort of like have you ever heard of the saying like there's three sides to every story that his mm-hmm. side his side her side and the truth. That's a lot. Of, this, that's what I'm getting the feeling with this article in particular, and one of the ones I have. There's his side, her side, and the truth. Somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. lies the truth between the two sides. Yeah, that was that was just yeah. that was my thought. Well, so. 
to to branch off of that, you sent me a TikTok earlier by mm-hmm. um at Elena Marie four four four, and her original TikTok is just a video of her, and it says when a mother's fight to find her missing son ends up revealing two hundred and fifteen plus bodies being found in numbered graves just behind prison grounds in Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, TikTok user at crutches underscore and underscore spice stitched it and made a comment that these families are now being required to buy back the bodies from the jail. Mm -hmm. And again, with the lack of media coverage, I have not found that in any article. I have not found any proof that that's a thing. I have not found any proof that it's not a thing. Um, There was one... There was one article that came up when I searched it that had the words buy back in it, but it was a really sketchy website and I couldn't open it. Like, it wouldn't open. I wouldn't trust that shit. Not one single article mentions it. Yeah. So it could be true. It might not be true. I don't know. So now I'm under the impression that there's more to the way more to the story than what they're saying because unmarked graves means unmarked. These graves are numbered. They, they're numbered graves allegedly we don't actually know because we we're not yeah. there and we don't know what the hell's being said between places and between news and everything like that but if these graves are in fact numbered and they're keeping documentation if john smith is buried in lot number 45 they are not in fact unmarked graves they are marked they right. are 100 percent marked and and i'm not saying that they should so please people don't crucify me they may be requiring them to quote unquote buy back the bodies because it costs money to unbury them. It costs when you have when a body is being exhumed for to be reexamined for like in criminal events, like I just talked about when like in case of a murder, if a body is someone is killed and a body is buried and they open reopen the case and they exhume the body, they have to get permission from the judge. The reason why they have to get permission from the judge is because it costs whatever place that person is buried at, whatever city, it costs that city thousands of dollars to unbury that body to exhume it thousands Mm -hmm. because you have to most of the time they use an excavator and then you have to get permission from the cemetery there takes you have to get you have to have the people there to to exhume it like it it costs money lots and lots of money and Mm -hmm. i don't have an exact number i'm sure i could look it up how much you know what let's google it real quick you better Google it before your dad yells at you for not researching. Yeah, shut up, dad. Jerk. <laughs> How much does it cost to exhume uh exhume ashes? No. Exhume a body. It costs exu- the cost of exhuming a grave may cost between three and five thousand dollars itself. We're just pulling the body. We're just pulling the body out of the grave. That doesn't include the cost of the um, coroner going, like, doing his job or her job. That doesn't co- include mm-hmm. that cost. It's just pulling the body out of the ground. So, with that being said, I'm not saying it's right. I am not saying that family should have to do that. I'm saying it kind of, sort of makes sense to have to pay to get a body out of the ground because it ain't cheap but they're shallow graves so it doesn't take a whole hell of a lot yeah they're also not embalmed and allegedly they were buried in just body bags so 
which <sighs> I mean, if I was one of these family members and I knew all of this, like they were not embalmed, they were simply in body bags. Their bodies are s simply left to the elements. I say this, I, I don't even know the words I'm about to come out of my mouth. Um, I think I just have to kind of leave, leave it, let the sleeping dog lie. My I mean, I, how, how are you, I mean, I mean, I guess they're in a body bag, so they're kind of all contained, but it's not like you could go and have a, have a funeral. You can't have an open casket. They're, they're decaying. Right. It doesn't take long for a body to start decaying, especially when an underground in a body bag. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't take long, right? Like, ah, ugh. yeah, uh, that, that's, that's, that's a hard, a hard one. one. It's gonna be, it's gonna that's be very the, interesting how the uh, media coverage continues and what more yeah, if they comes continue. Out of this. We'll definitely yeah, have to follow. Continues. We'll definitely have to follow this story in particular and give an update if an update ever comes out. Um. Mm -hmm. Wow, two hundred and fifteen bodies. Those poor mamas. Those the mamas of those of those all. Because wasn't it a ma male men's prison? You know what? I'm not sure. It didn't say, and it, it it didn't talk about gender. It just did with race. It just said that they that it was white and. I think I saw um, a TikTok where they talking about this, and it, I'm pretty sure it was a men's prison. And they also said like the prisoners in the jail had to like dig the graves. You know what? I'm pretty sure. Let me just let me just look at this real quick. I feel like one of the news articles has a feature where you can actually search um, a loved one's name. See, but I don't know which one it was. Maybe through Complex. I think I found well, like, that, like, through some Reddit forum. There was... Because I feel like there's what, more stuff on Reddit than That doesn't surprise news, me but either. It, again, it's... Is it accurate? Is it not accurate? Is it... I mean, I kind of trust... It's hard to say. I, I kind of trust Reddit and TikTok over some of these news medias at this point because that's just the common person who gets no benefit from it. In some cases. Sometimes they do... Sometimes the people who post stuff on TikTok just do it to stir the stir the pot. Right. Um. Hmm, wow. I can't find it. And yeah, just skimming these articles that come up, none of them mention gender. Oh, I found it. There are there are some females. Or is there? There's two. Wow. Yeah, it's through NBC News. They have an article. It's like a four part okay. story or whatever. But the one from December eighteenth. Has a list. I'm assuming they're updating. I don't know how okay. they're getting their information, but it has their name, date of death, age at death, gender, race, date buried. I'm willing to bet that these, this was, the graves weren't actually unmarked. I'm willing to bet they were marked graves, just not in the way that people think of marked graves, like a cemetery. Because... Again, mm -hmm. when you're in prison and there's nobody to claim your body and there's nobody to have a funeral for you or anything like that, you do end up in an unmarked grave and some property somewhere. You don't end up in a cemetery because 
the county or the or the city, they're not paying for that slash state. It's probably more like a state pay thing than a city or county. Nobody's paying for that. So if right. you are 80 years old and all of your loved ones are dead and gone or your loved ones don't give a shit about you for whatever criminal thing you committed, you do end up in a unmarked grave, in a pine box. Mm-hmm. It's just, what else are they going to, actually, they probably actually cremate, to be honest with you, probably because it's the cheapest option. But when that, yeah. when cremation wasn't really an option, that's what they did. You ended up in an unmarked grave. They, but they probably pay for cremation now because it's only like, what, five grand to cremate a body? It's a little more expensive to bury mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So there is a list out there. It looks like it's being updated probably as they yeah. break the story a little more. But yeah, we'll definitely continue a lot of them to are old this. too. Like the people like, or. Yeah, a lot of old people on that list, like 70s, 80s, 90s. And that was their age at death. So I don't know. There's something weird. So We're this must have, have been going one. on. This must have been going on for a while. The earliest year that one was buried was 2015. So far. That's true. Wow. Okay. Yep. Buried at 90? They were buried at the age of 90? Died at 90 and yeah, buried. Yeah, we're definitely going to be following this one, guys, and we'll keep you posted on this and let you all know what we figure out. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of more court things, um, <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of people have seen. This is from the New York Post. Um, it was written by Patrick Riley. This is from uh, Dece- or January 3rd. It was updated on the 4th, so we're three slash four days in to the new year at this point. Um, convicted felon leaps over bench, attacks Las Vegas judge, and chaotic video after probation denied. There will be consequences. Obviously, you attack the judge. So, the, I originally saw this also on TikTok, because, you know, that's probably a little bit a part of our theme today as well, besides 2024, get your shit together. Um, just stop it already. Had enough of your shenanigans. Um, I did see this on TikTok. Um, it was nuts to see this man he and i i really thought the judge was gonna cave and give it to him he presented himself so well he said that he has this going on and that he has that and blah 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 and this is how it started off okay it started off with him speaking his mind and speaking his piece and why he should be on probation and not get jail time okay so this is before i knew anything else and i'm thinking to myself wow he may actually get this he is speaking very well um then the judge goes into, no, I'm not going to do that. And then starts listing off the reasons why. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself as she's listening, yeah, no, you need to go to jail, my guy. You've had one too many get out of jail free cards. It's time for you to go. You need to go to jail and serve your time because you've had one too many chances. Homeboy was pissed to say the least. And again, you guys can look up the New York Post and um, just put in Fallon Leaps Over Judge's Bench and it'll literally pop right up. And there is a video with it. Um, he, this, this man leaps. He should have been a gymnast. Leaps over that judge's mm-hmm. bench. And I don't, I've been in a courtroom before and the judge's bench isn't short. It's, it's pretty high up there. Probably for this reason. 
homeboy mm-hmm. cleared that bitch and landed on that judge. Like, cleared it. Cleared it, took down the flags with him, took her out, like, the whole works. All right, I'll read the, I'll read the article real quick. A man leaped over the bench in Las Vegas courtroom and attacked the judge at his sentencing hearing on Wednesday after he denied, she denied him probation. Wild footage shows. Okay. I believe it's spelled like Deborah, but I think it's probably pronounced Deobra, D-E-O-B-R-A. This is the felon. Um, I'm just going to call him Redden because that's the last name. Redden, 30, three-time felon, was being sentenced by Judge Mary Kay Holtis in Clark County District Court after he was convicted of attempted battery with substantial bodily harm at around 11 KLS KLAS reported around 11 a.m. Redden's attorney asked Old House to sentence the his client to probation but Old House had something different in mind for a repeat offender I think it's time he got a taste of something else because I just can't with that history, she said. Suddenly, Redden sprints up to the bench, springs himself over with outstretched arms, and tackles the judge to the floor. Video obtained out by the outlet shows. An American flag and a Nevada state flag came crashing down in the ruckus. Several other people can be seen wrestling Redden in the chaos as he yells profanities at Old House, according to the footage. The courthouse officer appears to drag him away, but he breaks free and tries to go back after the judge who is still on for the floor video shows. He and others can be seen exchanging punches and struggles. Um, quote, what the hell's wrong with you, man? Someone, unquote, someone here can be heard yelling in the background. Quote, where's Mary Kay? Is she okay? End quote. Um, a man asked when Redden is finally put in handcuffs. An alarm blared for several minutes, alerting others to the incident, according to K- KLAS. Oldtel suffers minor head injury, but was doing okay, sources told the outlet. A marshal was also injured in the fracas. F-R-A-C-A-S. I think it's fracas. If it's not, my bad. Joey will correct me, I'm sure. Thank mm-hmm. God the judge is okay. Clark, Di- Clark County District Attorney Steve Wolf- Wolfson said in, in a statement, Thank God for the heroic efforts for those who came to her aid, especially her marshal and her law clerk. Without them, the situation would have been much worse. And as this defendant exhibited extremely violent behavior, and I'm confident there will be consequences, Wolfson said. On April 23rd, Redden threatened to, quote, bust kneecaps of other another man, res, quote, resulting in substantial bodily harm, according to court documents. Redden was ordered to, to by a different judge and maid to undergo competency test. He was committed to a state behavioral facility before, and he was found competent in October, records show. Redden pleaded guilty in charges in November. Althaus issued the warrant for his arrest in December after he missed his court appearance, KLAS reported. After Wednesday attack, he is facing new charges, battery and battery on a protected person, with the latter charge indicating the victim was, quote, substantially harmed. He's due back in court, hopefully in handcuffs, at 9 a.m. on Thursday. He's being held at the Clark County Jail. Redden previously appeared before Althouse on charges of malicious destruction of property, according to the documents. He also spent a year in prison on domestic battery charge in 2021. Um, that was it. The rest is just other stuff that are mentioned that happened at that courthouse. All he did was prove her correct. Literally. Literally. And now you have another charge on you, my guy. 
Mm-hmm. Keep your hands to yourself. You learn that when you're five. <laughs> you keep your hands to yourself. I just can't believe he cleared it like that. Like He it, cleared that bitch. I was amazed. Judges' benches are like six foot tall. Like, they had little steps to go up into the bench. So yeah. it's not like it's a short thing. Homeboy leapt. He supermaned that shit and just literally took out that judge. He deserves yeah. to go to jail. Oh, yeah. All of the shit yeah. he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. Like, Wow. And then she demanded that he was back in court with her. Yes. Today. today yes. On January 8th. Yes. And he did was back in court. He was handcuffed. He did have... So um, there is an image of him, again, online. Carly was so kind to send it to me. And then I went in and I found more images. He did have um, ankle cuffs. Um, He had mm-hmm. chains around his waist. So his hands were cuffed to his waist. He also had, like, it looked like little, like, rags over his hands. I don't even know what it was. It was crazy. It was, like... But he also had um, the spit guard over his mouth, too, whatever they're called. I think it's called a spit guard. I'm sure Lee can hear me. He'll correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure. But, yeah, he had a little, like, bag thingy over, like, his... It was, like, loose. It wasn't, like, suffocating him. But it was, like, a little thing that, like, covered, like, stuck off of his face. It reminded me of, like, putting a cone on a dog. But it didn't cover his entire head. It was like his his eyes and under. <laughs> People were comparing it to a muzzle online because, of course, that image hit Twitter, right? And Twitter went wild. Of course. People said he looked like Bane from Batman, that he looked like a villain from Gotham City. Well, that when yeah, stu- play was... stupid games, win stupid prizes. Like he yeah, fucked around I mean, and now he found out. Like <laughs> I will say though, someone did tweet and they said <laughs> they put a picture of him and they said this guy has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. Pretty much saying that he should do it again, shackled like that. And I was like, <laughs> I was no, like, you know, guys, listen. It'd be kind of funny to see him try. Listen, okay, listen. There is this thing called inside thoughts. And those are the types of things that you keep inside. Because there are dumbasses like this gentleman here, whatever the hell his name is. I don't remember his name. Redden. Redden, who will take your advice and actually try it. So keep your inside thoughts to yourself because the stupid people in the world will actually listen to you. (laughs) And I'm not joking. It is very funny. It would be quite funny to see happen. Because he'd probably, he wouldn't clear it. There'd be no way for him to clear it at that point. So it'd be funny to see, but please don't. Please just don't. (laughs) Please don't. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't even know if, I know it's like the judge's discretion. Everything's always the judge's discretion in that instance. But I feel like someone needed to step in and tell the judge and be like, he attacked you? Like, you can't be the ju- pers- like the judge overseeing his this case anymore. Like he attacked you. Like the charges against him have to deal with you as the victim. It's her discretion. It's her choice whether she mm. sees it the same way or not. Unless someone of a higher up steps in and says, "No, you can't." I don't know who what who that person is. I don't know who proceeds over judges. I don't know who that person is in charge of them. If there is a person in charge yeah. of judges, I don't know. I don't know how that much I of could- the court system to know that. I could see that kind of being almost like a like a conflict of interest. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, I, I guess ask- if it's allowed and she's cool with it. I don't I don't know if Lee would know this answer. Hey Lee. Is there like a person in charge of judges? So like if a judge is attacked in the courtroom and cons- continues to proceed over the case when that person is he when that judge is healed, would there be like someone to be able to step in and say like no, you can't do that? Oh, okay. He said another judge could technically, like, step in and try and say something. But there's not, like, it's not like the judges, like, have a boss, necessarily. Right, right. So, interesting. Very interesting. It was. Bless her. Guys, she's a badass in my book. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh uh, yeah, other other judges have say over judges, but I mean it's mm. her discretion if she thinks she was good enough to do be able to handle it. Yeah. So. Wild. Completely wild. So um, this is our last one. So again, we saw on TikTok from Anxiety Thirteen. Um. <laughs> I this one is is really conflicting kind of like the like the jailhouse like the um jail one with all the with the bodies and stuff um so this one is people were allegedly living in this apartment building it was section 8 housing and that is very important to the story um they were living in this section 8 housing apartment building that was deemed an uninhabitable by the city and the the powers epi whoever those people are um allegedly and i'm going to use that very very strongly because there's people saying that it did happen and there's other people saying that absolutely did not happen it wasn't like there's a gray area it is very like no it did not and yes it did um so allegedly when this was deemed inhabitable um they hired a company to come and board up the building allegedly this company did not check to make sure apartments were clear and boarded people up inside their apartments now there are video uh, there's videos on tiktok showing people boarded up in their apartments how true that is i don't know i don't know because it is very easy to make it seem as such when it is not such However, there's a news article out. This is from January 6th, updated on the 8th, um, from Chicago's very own WGN9. It was written by Gabriel Castillo, Michael Johnson, Alyssa Donovan, and Glenn Marshall. Um, City of Harvey responds after allegations that apartment building was boarded up while tenants were still inside. Um, Residents in the south suburb of Chicago are claiming the apartment units deemed uninhabitable were there were boarded up with tenants still inside but the city alderman said that did not happen in a statement shared on saturday spokesperson of the city of harvey said the building at 14437 halstead street had been declared unlivable with evacuation mandatory this past october 28th city officials said that the notice of the property the notice to the property owners also emphasized the responsibility to communicate that information to the tenants. 
However, according to the residents of the apartment complex, a crew showed up Friday night, boarded up the property. Videos posted on social media Friday reported reportedly showed people pointing to residents who are allegedly still inside the building, boarded into their apartments. Tyrone Rogers, sixth ward alderman of the uh, for the city of Harvey, said that this said it was not the city that boarded up the property, but rather a company contracted out to do so. He also said that no resident were boarded up inside their units. That's a total exaggeration, Roger Rogers said. This is a quote. Nobody has been boarded up inside any of the apartments. I know for a fact. I spoke with the police chief. Nobody has been boarded up in the apartment. Quote, I repeat, the city of Harvey would never do that. The city of Harvey does not have the right to do that. End quote. According to the city of Harvey, the property had become uh, become a hotbed for crime. The city's building department had determined the structural integrity of the building was a safety risk. The city told WGN a meeting to ins- the city told WGN a meeting to to inspect the building was held in late August. The, then the owners of the property were contacted in October about the structural concerns and advised to inform the residents of the necessary evacuation by the end of the month. In a weekend statement, city officials said that by December 14th, further inspection of the properties determined that they posed an intimate safety risk due to part of the extensive deterioration of the balconies and stair risers at that building. The resident, Mary Brooks, however, told WGN she received a letter only on December 14th notifying her that she would need to move out by December 29th. The apartment units units house several people, like Brooks, who say that they are on Section 8 housing, who say they're on Section 8 housing. Brooks, an elderly resident on disability, said she can't relocate so quickly because securing Section 8 housing can take a while. Quote, I have people that could probably help me, but where am I, mo- where am I moving to? End quote. Brooks told WGN. Quote, on Section 8, there's a 30-day minimum window, and the apartment you choose has to be inspected. I just can't jump and move. End quote. The Cook County Housing Authority, meanwhile, said nobody from the city of Harvey or the owners of the property reached out to about the situation. Marcus King, communications director for Cook County Housing Authority, said that the agency cannot specify how many residents were on the Section 8 housing vouchers in the complex, but he did say that there were some living there. King also said if the housing authority was looped into what was going on, those tenants would have been moved out as quickly as possible. If the housing authority had been notified that the buildings were no longer inhabitable, he would have worked diligently to rehome, rehome voucher holding residents, King said. In the weekend statement, the city said that it, it did not evict anyone during the process, but instead communicate, quote, communicated with the property owners regarding the unsafe conditions of the buildings and need to immediately rectify the dangerous living conditions, end quote. According to this statement, property owners boarded up the units at the building and Harvey police performed several inspections and wellness check at the property on Friday. The city statement did not mention anything about residents being left inside the apartment. The city also said it's working on a handful of tenants in the building to find places to stay. And that is the end of the article. Wow. Yeah, so it is a very much like this did not happen, and the other side saying this did happen. There is no like it's kind of happened, kind of didn't. Like they did board it up, but you could still get inside even with it boarded up. Like it wasn't like that. It's like they no, we were boarded inside, or no, we were, or no, they were not. It was very much like cut and dry on both sides. That's tough. That that's tough. That is. 
that's very um i don't know because what way do you go what way do you go how do you know who's telling the truth who's not telling the truth and I'm and I really if we have any listeners in Section Eight housing, this is not towards you guys. Please do not take it this way. Section Eight housing is for low income. That is what Section Eight housing mm-hmm. is for those who do not know. So chances are, the Section Eight housing to have cameras, especially in an apartment building, slim to none. So we really don't mm-hmm. have proof because you can't really go off of what people post on the internet on their own accord because shit can be altered. Shit can be altered so easily nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard. It's just, it's, this, it's, a, this is a tough one. I'm going to continue to follow this and see what, like, comes of it. If any sort of truth truly comes out, like, if someone comes out and says, no, this is a lie, like, from the Section 8 who lived in the apartment building saying, no, this is a lie. Like, we didn't, nobody was boarded up inside. We were all given, like, a big heads up. Or if someone from the city comes out and says, no, like, there were actually people inside. There were people inside boarded up. Yeah. And then the alderman's yeah. not wrong. Let's say this did happen. Let's say this did happen. The alderman is technically not wrong. The city of Harvey did not board up the building. They contracted mm-hmm. a company who allegedly didn't do their due diligence. Right. Right. And yeah, I, mean, I mean, but is it their responsibility? That's another thing. Is it the contractor's responsibility to check to make sure everybody's out? I don't think it is. They're hired to board up the building. They're not hired to check to make sure it's clear. I yeah, I would think it would still come back to the city being like, you'd have to you hired them to come out on whatever day. Did you make sure everyone was gone? Right. Okay. Okay. Hey. J&M contracting from the city is going to come out and start boarding up the houses. Hey, police chief, can you send a couple of your officers to make sure Section 8 house on the Halstead Street is clear because their contractors are coming to board up? Please go make sure it's clear and we don't have any any squatters. Let's say they did move everybody right. out. Let's say. Because, I mean, they're not... The city of Harvey, from my, if I looked... I look, glanced at the map very quickly. It's not far from the Chicago from the looks of it. Mm. Like I said, I glanced very, very quickly. So if I'm wrong, my bad. But it's, I mean, it's there. There's, there's squatters. There's people. Mm-hmm. There's homeless. So they, they they see a building that's empty. They're going there to get get away from the elements. Right. Right. So, I mean, it would have been smart for the alderman to say like, hey. Police chief, please send a couple officers to go check for squatters. This is being boarded up today at 10 a.m. So we need to clear the building. Absolutely. We're on our way. We're going to go do that right now. I mean, sure, it could have been clear of tenants, but was it clear of squatters? I don't know. I don't know. Right. Oh, yeah, that one. That's one we're going to have to follow, too. Yeah, that what comes of it, because I think it might be a little too soon, maybe. So where yeah. there's just, you know, that the, the very yeah, definitive sides. Right, because they they updated this today. Okay. This was updated yeah. today at uh, a, qu- a quarter to seven. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll follow it. I'll see what comes comes of it. Um, just to see what is what is what. See what comes out and that sort of thing. 
So, um, also it was brought to my attention and I totally forgot to mention this at the beginning. Like I meant to, um, I have a note in my phone to remind me that failed to remind me until just now. Um, I made a statement on last week's episode that even children of addicts mourn when their parents die. And I didn't, and I realized when I listened back that I didn't finish my complete thought. I meant people who cut off who haven't spoken to their family member who is an addict, even they mourn those people, like mourn them. That is what I meant. And when I listened back, I'm like, I did not finish this, that complete thought. <laughs> and the more people listen to this and the more episodes come out, you all are going to realize I do that frequently. That's probably a sign of ADHD. I don't know. I've never been tested. Thanks, mom and dad. Hmm. That's probably a sign. I don't, I've never actually been diagnosed with ADHD, but I'm pretty sure it's a sign. <laughs> I think it is. Honestly. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I could ask my sister. She works at a um, outpatient, mental uh, outpatient psych office. So I'm sure I could ask her, be like, hey, is this a sign of ADHD? Though she's convinced I have it, even if I tell her, like, is this me thinking this guy purple the sign of ADHD? She'll say, yes, yes, it is. And you need to be put on meds. Because my sister's well, a jerk and she, she would do that. But. I definitely have ADHD. You definitely have it. <laughs> I definitely have it. So, I was trying to find a nice way to say that. You don't have to. Definitely do. I definitely do. But I just wanted to clarify that. I meant those who have like cut off their family okay. members are still going to obviously more than those who have passed on so even if they say they don't care they do care um and that mm-hmm. that was where my thought was and i just didn't complete it and i apologize now that's it okay. that's all i had so okay. do we have anything else for this lovely episode god i hope not okay eight like days i said into the year <laughs> we're eight days into the year we can't uh, 2024 please listen to me we Get it out now. Okay, get it out now. Let January be the shit show and let the rest of the 11 months be fine. So. Mm, I have a sense that's not going to happen. Like we said. Oh, it's totally not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's just going to be, it's going to be a shit show from beginning to end. So, um, also real quick, we are revamping things. We are going to start doing monthly themes instead of weekly, um, just to make Mm -hmm. things a little bit easier on ourselves, maybe make it a little bit easier to follow. Um, that way, maybe if I say, Hey, February, we're going to do love stories. I don't know. That's not actually the theme. We haven't come up with one yet. We still have a minute. Um, but for f- like February, it's going to be starting in February is when we're going to start coming up with a monthly theme. And we'll say at the beginning of the month, like, hey, this month's theme is this. And we will then. So if you guys don't want to listen that month, that's fine. Um, and we'll go from we'll go from there. But we figured this will be a nicer way of doing things. You guys know what kind of what to expect. Um, yeah. And if you guys have any ideas of like themes we should do. Whether it's news stories, Reddit stories, whatever it may be, we are totally down for any sort of suggestions. Just hit us up on our Facebook page or um, our Instagram or email us, and we would love to hear from y'all. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a solid plan. 
Um, so if you have not followed us on Instagram, please do so at Two Feral Idiots Podcast. If you have not joined our Facebook group, Two Feral Idiots, and if you want to send us an email, Two Feral Idiots Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you all next week. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. See you you're guys looking, next week. You're looking at me like I missed something. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>